0: Welcome to the CHGO White Sox podcast, coming to you live from our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago from Studio A. It's the full CHGO White Sox crew with you. I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Alongside me, Vinnie Duber, our CHGO White Sox beat writer. You can follow him at Vinnie Duber. I was going to say at CHGO Sports. That's company it is uh, and that's Herb Lawrence hello you can follow him at actor wall 23 he's our chgo white Sox community leader being produced today by kevin wells yo and what's you, up guys
3: hey he's coming in hot kevin yo got some
0: late afternoon energy i'm with ready his, to roll with <laughs> his, <laughs> <laughs> his ole miss tailgating outfit uh go rebels are, are they going to be able to cover 37 against uh louisiana Monroe? no
1: okay. nobody covers 37 uh, well ole
0: miss might i mean uh, i'm surprised you're you're you know He's a tempered uh, expectations from the the running Rebels fan. Uh, anyways, feel free to comment in this, the <laughs> chat. We'll be watching and monitoring. Hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're hitting the subscribe button. Uh, we appreciate you joining us in this offseason. No one's been signed yet, and it's been so exciting.
3: Not by the White Sox. There was the first free agent signing to a major league contract was today, what? and I did not know who the guy was. Who is it? Do- some Dodger reliever, I think.
2: What? I missed this.
3: What about Mark Canna? Wasn't he signed? That was, was a, a trade.
2: trade. Oh, he traded? Did the,
0: wait, the Dodgers signed this man?
3: I think they had him at the end of last year and signed him again. I think. I could Dodgers. just be wrong. Right.
0: I'll, try, I'll try to find it. Anyways. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Ricky Vanasco. There you go. Yep. I don't know him. Ricky don't lose that number.
1: Congrats to him. <laughs>
0: Congrats to Ricky. Uh, let's uh, tell you what's going to happen today. Uh, hopefully, I know. Uh, Herb was on a certain podcast yesterday for... Uh, for Baltimore fans. I don't even want to mention the podcast name. Shout out to the host for having you on. Uh, but, you know, I mean.
2: Why don't you want his name on? not, I'm not competition.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're definitely not competition because they don't have a White Sox show anymore. Um, fine. Herb was on lockdown Orioles yeah. yesterday, uh, and he's got a proposed White Sox trade for Cease to they were, to us. They were
3: pretending they were the GMs of the various. Of, the, yes. of those respective yes. organizations.
0: And and we are now going to pretend like we are the GMs of other organizations and be like, they do, they made what trade?
3: <laughs> and we're just looking on. <laughs> yeah. <And> we're we're, <laughs> we're just a random, like, you know, Red Sox GMs, and we're like, oh, wow, look at that.
0: <laughs> How does it feel to be uh, Scott? Or no, Craig Bresla. I was <laughs> going to call Scott Breslow. Craig Breslow. Craig Breslow. It feels fine. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> and then we'll be playing a little bit of a free agent choose your own adventure. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to switch up how we talk about free agencies. So Herb is going to lead us off as Shohei Ohtani, and he is going to, as you can tell, uh, he looks just like Shohei Ohtani, the spitting image. Um, He's going to pretend that he is Shohei Ohtani, and he is going to pick where Shohei Ohtani thinks he will go, and then us, the people behind him, will then react, uh, right? Because if if someone's signed Shohei Ohtani... We will
3: will assume the guises of other free agents to follow.
0: Uh, I'll explain it more (laughs) later on. But let's get into the Dylan Cease trade, Herb. Did you say yes to the trade, or is it just more working out a framework with
3: just
2: another podcast? And this is,
3: again, this is not a thing. This is just something that you guys were talking about. No, we're
2: just talking, and uh, it's Connor Newcomb, who is the host of the show, proposed players that, you know, would be good on the White Sox, and I was giving him the parameters of what uh, Chris Getz has said at the general manager meetings with uh, Vinny and the assembled media, and what the vision is for the White Sox moving forward, which we kind of know, but also you know, the Jerry Ryan want to compete or want to, you know, get right back to winning in 2024 type of thing. But with Chris Getz may, might not be bringing up any extra money and we're not, you don't even think they're going to get to 150 in payroll this year. And so I was like trying to figure out, okay, who would the White Sox accept? Who would fit into their team? And I was telling them that we're not doing lottery tickets. Like the White Sox, I think would be well Served if they did a lottery ticket or do some people way down the line where the Cubs kind of did with you Darvish getting some players who are much younger like Owen Casey and things like that. But I think White Sox are looking for more MLB ready players or even MLB players for Dylan Cease. And so we figured out that, you know, Dean Kramer, who's on their starting rotation, and I know you don't like him, would be a player that would be fitting into the White Sox rotation. Now, I would say to him, I would say we need two starting pitchers more than just Dean Kramer because uh, the old philosophy for Rick Hahn is you trade a pitcher, you get pitchers back. And so I would think Dean Kramer and another pitcher. Joey Ortiz, he sold me on because he said he's a plus glove at shortstop. He's a little undersized. I think he's only 5'10". His arm is all right for shortstop, but they say it's either a shortstop or second base, and he's going to play in the major leagues. And his bat has come around, and last year with the Norfolk Tides, I think he was a uh, like an OPS of 800-plus. And so mm-hmm. really Slugging good. Slugging around 500, batting average I think was 321. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, Norby is probably the better of the two, more higher ranked because he hits home runs. But I went with Joey Ortiz and then Heston Kerstedt, is the power-hitting lefty. He said you can do Heston Kirstead slash Colton Couser. Couser. And so I was like, we already have a center fielder. I know Colton Couser can play the corners, but Heston Kirstead, while not being a top-notch corner outfielder, provides the lefty power bat the White Sox would be coveting in the uh, free agent market or in the trade market. Um, Just to give
0: the full details, uh, so Kramer, White Sox have received Dean Kramer, Joey Ortiz, Heston Kirstad, or Colton Couser. Couser's second, according to MLB.com, in the Orioles prospect rankings. Kirstad is third. Joey Ortiz is sixth, as you brought up. Um, And then uh, for—this is Alex from Alex Fast. Uh, He works for MLB Baseball. Uh, But he's an Oriole fan, so he's always kind of, you know, dipping his fingers in Orioles Talking about
3: demos. Yeah. Uh,
0: Assuming the Orioles— Is (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's Uh, good. (laughs) <laughs> assuming the Orioles sign one starting pitcher as they said they will and assuming Grayson Rodriguez, Bradish, and Means fill out the rotation, who is the opening day fifth starter assuming health for all? 54% with, with went with Dean Kramer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at least that would be assuming the fifth best starter in the Orioles uh, rotation. Cease and Bummer would go to the Orioles. What do you make of the deal?
3: Dean Kramer, the bad guy in Animal House, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Listen, the uh, I, I get, I That's get good. why uh, White Sox fans uh, would be the, trying to find a deal or be, be crossing their fingers and hoping for a deal with a team like the Orioles. Because while I haven't done any sort of deep dive on their farm system, I know they got a lot of really, really, really good prospects, yes. and so certainly you would want to uh, acquire as many top-ranked guys as possible as well as as many guys who are as close to the major leagues as possible. And I think that might be something you hit on there, Herb, in your discussion was if the White Sox are going to trade somebody like Dylan Cease or Aloy Jimenez or Yoan Mokata or whoever, an established major leaguer, they're going to want to get somebody back that makes them quick as quickly as possible, makes them good again as quickly as possible, I should say. You mentioned you don't want a lottery ticket. You probably don't even want something like Rick Hahn got in some of those trades that he made, right, where he's getting – Michael Kopech, and it's going to be two years, three years before he reaches the major leagues. You know, you're getting somebody uh, in that trade with the Cubs. C and Eloy, I mean, what a haul for Quintana. But again, their time was was down the road a little bit further. So it, when you listen to Jerry Reinsdorf say he, he hired Chris Getz because he believes he can make them, he can turn this team around quicker than anybody else, part of that mandate to me would seem to be the best value for these players that you already have isn't necessarily just guys who are the most talented prospects, but guys who are the most talented prospects who are closest to helping you as as soon as possible. Might not be right this year. You don't need to go trade Dylan Cease for a bunch of guys who are going to be in your 2024 rotation, but the idea is probably going to be to get, yes, pitching, Chris Getz said as much at the at the GM meetings if the the idea of trading Cease is going to have to help address that need in the starting rotation, but it's going to have to be something that addresses that need in the starting rotation probably by 2025. And so I think if you're looking to find a suitor for be it Dylan Cease or any of the other guys that I just mentioned, it's going to have to be teams that have not only prospects that are worth, you know, to use an old recon uh, line, the juice being worth the squeeze kind of thing, but also guys who are ready to contribute in a fashion that make that turns things around as quickly as you can
0: yeah ortiz did make his major league debut he wasn't great uh but again he is a glove first guy uh the future value for him at least according to mlb.com uh he was a player that Barely cracked the top 100 uh, in the preseason rankings. He was 99, um, and he has made his major league debut. Um, so you think he's at least a major league glove, whether it be at short or second base. And then uh, Heston Kirstad made his MLB debut as well, uh, played 13 games. Uh, hit two dingers, uh, so that's pretty nice. Uh, struck out 10 times and walked twice, so that sounds like a White Sox. Uh, Joey Ortiz, I think he had
2: like 69 Ks and 32 walks, so again, on, sounds like a White Sox. But he gets on base. Is, uh, I think his on base last year was like 380, so he's a, he's a player. Because his average was
0: 321.
2: Yeah, but he gets on base. Hey, <laughs> whatever, whatever it takes. Remember when Tim was hitting 330, his on uh, base was like 360? Perfect. However yeah. you get on base, get on base. I would like a more sure thing where you have a good eye and you can walk every once in a while, but... Uh, Biggers can't be choosers, and I think that uh, this guy is uh, pretty solid.
0: Yeah, and uh, whether it be Couser or Kirstad, either way, you're filling three holes. Um, you're giving up two players, but you're at least filling one more hole than you, you did have because Ortiz, whether it be at short or second base, uh, would likely— Crack the opening day roster. Kouser or Kirstead would be your opening day right fielder, and Kramer. Obviously, if you're trading away Cease, there's only one guy in the rotation being Kopech, so Kramer uh, fits in at some point, whether it be the second guy, the third guy, the fourth guy, the fifth guy. Um, I don't. I would hate if Dean, Dean Kramer's our ace, though.
2: Oh, he wouldn't be your <laughs> ace. You would have to do things out of this. But trading Dylan Cease would signal to me that you're not going for it in 2024 either. I don't think they're going for it in 2024. I mean, if you keep Cease, at least you could say, hey, we have an ace on our team.
0: Well, it's weird because there's only two more years of control for Cease left. He becomes a UFA in 2026. And if they do think they're going to be competitive in 2025, I think you'd have to have Dylan Cease on that team. um, Because just with the lack of pitching, how hard it is to find starting pitching, how expensive it is to acquire starting pitching, I would assume that... Cease would be a part of the 2025 team, but then the question begs, are you going to be trying to lock him up and extend him? Are you going to be in the market in 2026 to re-sign him? It seems likely that now would be the best time to trade Dylan Cease. I just don't know if that deal does it for me, because while you do fill three holes, Mm -hmm. I would like a little bit more on the pitching side. And listening to Matt Peck's rant yesterday about the Bulls and about Jerry Reinsdorf. A lot of the talk is always that this is not a team that the Bulls pay the luxury tax. They don't go over the luxury tax. Um, this is a team that, again, usually is budget conscious. Um, and Matt said that it was a team that took shortcuts, or I think Will said, what, said it, right? Instead of breaking it all down, getting rid of Levine and DeRozan, they went out and acquired Vucevic because they thought it could be a shortcut to being competitive. And what did Jerry Reinsdorf say about Chris Getz? He could do it the quickest, right? What is it that Jerry Reinsdorf promised? Speed. I don't think that this is the smartest thing. I like what Chris has said so far to the media. I think that he is saying the right things, but this is what gives me the queasiness, and this is what gives me the worry about, you know, Chris Getz can say all the right things, but if the budget's $150 million or maybe even less because they trade cease, like, what is the actual timeline of this team? Because Luis Robert is a game changer, and we saw the Guardians be... Competitive in the playoffs with a game changer of Jose Ramirez, but at to what point does this actually become actuality? And if you're trading Cease, like I think that's really tough to not get at least two starting pitchers back in this deal because you're losing such a. Again, since 2021, only five pitchers have struck out 200 more uh, players in three straight seasons. Cease is one of them. Like you, you have a guy who is elite at something.
2: Anybody else uh, that you would would you want a prospect from them? I don't think the Orioles like, are the team. too okay, so you would go away. I, I thought
0: last year might have been the opportunity because you if, if the, the deal that I wanted from Grayson. the Orioles was Grayson. Seems like they're not going to trade Grayson Rodriguez. Why would you? They got a ton of control on them. Um, but I, I think that it would have to be a team that can offer you more pitching, and that's the one thing about the Orioles. They got a lot of young talent, but it's a lot of bats. I don't mm-hmm. think their first prospect. Uh, pitching wise comes up until 11 or 12 They got uh, two TJ guys Hall. at like 11 or 12 uh, Well yeah Hall I think is going to be a uh, so uh, uh, Hall, Hall. Hall at this point Is off the, the list Because uh, he's made his major league debut um, But he is going to at least be Competing for a A, a rotation spot So maybe if the Orioles are desperate enough uh, They have four guys to possibly fill out The fifth rotation spot Maybe Hall and Kramer are part of the package So the White Sox could fill out that rotation a bit more um, maybe you get that headliner for the Orioles, but you trim a little bit of that depth off uh, starting pitching-wise. If it's D.L. Hall and uh, Kramer, Kramer and Kauser and or uh, Kierstad and Ortiz, you probably sign me up for that because you're at least getting two pitchers.
3: Yeah. I think the, I, I think that's the thing to, to think about, Sean, when you talk about Cease, and as I said earlier, as Chris said uh, last week, pitching is probably going to need to be traded for pitching. That being said – don't expect a, a team that's trying to compete for a division title to win over the course of six months to give you two of their major league arms for one of yours, you know, because that just creates holes on their team too. And maybe they're a team that's – and maybe it's a team that is more able to backfill, right, that is, is positioned to be like, okay, well, we got got guys coming up and they can, they can be part of this. But it might be a tough needle to thread if you're trying to say, all right, I'll give you Dylan Cease, but – I'm only doing it for guys who are major league ready today because then the other team goes, well, well, okay, we'll just keep the major, major league ready guys, right? I mean, like, the, the, I, I there's know. a reason you see so often, you know, Herb's talking about no lottery tickets, please, but there's a reason that you see when guys of this caliber are traded, you get a lot of lower level prospects back because it's about – it's trading from a – position of strength in hey we've got a deep farm system we can we can spare some of these guys who aren't going to be impact players right away because we're trying to win right now whereas usually the team's trading the big name guys not trying to win right now doesn't always work that way but you've seen it in the past and certainly you saw it with the White Sox when they did it uh, you know back at the start of uh, you know Rick Hahn's rebuilding project so I think that it's a tough, Like I said, it's a tough needle to thread if that's what you're trying to accomplish, and I do think that Chris is trying to accomplish getting this team into fighting shape for 2025. Uh, but listen, on the other hand, people are always going to want Dylan Cease or this version of Dylan Cease, right? I mean, uh, unless things go real south at the start of next year. I'm not saying, oh, they'd be better off waiting to trade him at the deadline. I'm just saying they're the ones that have the thing that people want. And so they don't have to go out and do this tomorrow. They don't have to do it at the winter meetings. They can say, we're going to take – we want the best offer. And according to reports, that's what we heard at the trade deadline last year, right, or this past season, was, hey, they had Dylan Cease. They weren't happy with the return, so they didn't trade Dylan Cease. And they don't have to again this year or at this year's trade deadline either. So we will see what happens, but it is definitely worth – Waiting for the best offer you can possibly get because there are always going to be teams that are starved for a top of the rotation starting pitcher.
0: At least to just push back, I, I do think the Orioles could at least handle that depth because if they are trading, let's say, DL Hall and Kramer, they still have either Tyler Wells or Cole Irving to fill out that fifth spot, especially if they go out and sign a free agent. Plus, even though that prospect list is pretty shallow, what we've seen is they don't really care, at least for a fifth starter if you are a guy that's going to be mowing down guys and getting, you know, 10-plus strikeouts a game, they just want you to put the ball in play and let their fielders make outs, especially with what the adjustments have been made in Baltimore to expand Camden's, Camden's left field. Um, so it's, I mean, just tougher to hit it out. So, I mean, they can go with a little worse pitcher because their their field is
3: so pitcher-friendly. I was talking in general, but sure, right. well, yeah. well, <laughs> well, But then, too,
0: like, you have the option of Kirstad or Kowser, right? I mean, they, they're pretty, they have... Two guys that are pretty equal, so it's not like they're totally killing themselves, right? Because they have two corner outfielders. Like it's it's a spot where there's a little bit of uh, I don't know. There's there's a glut. there's depth there. Yeah, there's a glut there. Like Santander is not going anywhere, right? And nope. then Henderson can play third. Westerberg, I think, is a former first round. He's the second, second. base, and then uh, Holiday. Holiday is gonna play like shortstop. Mm-hmm. So there's really no spot for Ortiz. Nope. So like, I think that there is at least the glut for Baltimore that if they do want to put their team over the top, and even though they were a 100-win team, they didn't get past the first round, right? They lost no, the they got swept Texas. Texas. So <laughs> they'll need that ability to put them over the top. I, I I think that you could probably get a little bit more than just Dean Kramer, D.L. Hall, because D.L. Hall is a guy that hasn't even thrown over 100 innings at any point in his career, any season. So um, Baseball Trade Value, uh, our friends over at Baseball Trade Value, uh, said that the Kauser kramer ortiz deal uh, is good for the Sox. Uh, Kauser. Kramer and Ortiz seventy one point three value, uh, Cease worth forty four point eight. Couser uh, is worth worth more than according to this website, uh, less than or more than Kierstad. Uh, so if you include Kierstad into the trade, uh, it's fifty to fifty point four to forty four point eight. So and I mean they get way, to the hang Sox on Sox to Sammy win. Peralta too, and they get to hang <laughs> on to Sammy Peralta. <laughs> the,
2: the, uh, the the key to the White Sox baseball in twenty according to that website.
0: Uh, <laughs> final thing, and then we'll take a break. You mentioned the timing of trading Cease. I think we've put the possibility of trading Robert at 1%.
2: Mm-hmm. What is the percentage that Dylan Cease gets traded this off season? I think it's very low because of the dearth of starting pitchers. You would have to be wowed. The, the, my deal was just me and the dude talking and maybe not, you know, of course I'm not a general manager. I don't deal with trades and uh, values are, that are equal. So, You would have to be like, oh, wow, they're giving up that dude? I wouldn't expect he was coming with that deal. Yeah, sorry, Dylan, you got to go because that deal is too good for us as an organization to pass up. So I would say his is probably like 20%, if not lower.
3: I wouldn't be surprised if it's a little higher, but I don't think there's a rush you know what I mean? They're not in a situation where they got to get rid of him before he walks or anything like that, nor do I think they maybe would even care about that. I mean, it's more about the timing of where they are as an organization. And if they think that they can get the players back that can line up with where they want to be a year from now, then it makes sense. If they don't, Dylan Cease could be where they could be the top of their rotation for 2025, and they say, all right, we're going to try to win an AL Central with Dylan Cease as the ace. Uh, they they don't need to get rid of Dylan Cease, but they do have something that other teams would want. And with all the all the things that they need to do to this roster, let's not even talk about by opening day this year. Let's talk about by opening day 2025. He's a guy that could check several items off of that box at once.
2: And think about this, too. You look at all the starting pitchers on the market this year. They're all going to get paid a lot. And think about how little Dylan Sees is going to get paid. If he was in this free agent market, he would probably be, what, number two? He'd be number one. I, I, mean, I don't know. I, I mean, Shoei's not a pitcher. But well, be and you've got one. a guy
3: who just won the Cy Young. That's pretty good. Give me Dylan Sees. That's fine. I'm just yeah. talking about the reigning Cy Young so, winner in the National League so, he is a free agent. So these people are going to miss <laughs>
2: out. Is he an all-star, too? Like, yeah. Like, they are going to be people who miss out on one of these starting pitchers that they want. Now it's, you're killing the Cy Young Award? You're yes. swiping yeah, out. A two-time Cy Young Award winner. Oh, that's good for him. In two different leagues. This is like one of six play- or seven players that ever do yeah, it. Why did Tampa get rid of him? Huh? If you're so good. Because they're Tampa. That's why. It worked out just fine for them. Um, but, like, <laughs> the White Sox will be the driver's seat there because some of these teams are going to miss out on their free agent starting pitcher people. And, you know, it's going to be those guys coming off the board quickly and then people are like, oh, God, we have nothing left. Man, Dylan Cease, the White Sox have all the leverage here. As Vinny just said, they're not in a rush to get rid of him. They need him, actually, for next year. He had a down year, but we're expecting him to come back next year and be great, and so those teams will be looking to – go to the White Sox and say, hey, man, we missed out on on Snell or Giolito or what's the Japanese guy's name again? Yamamoto. Uh, See, he said it so smoothly. His first name, too. That guy. We missed out on all those guys. Can we get Dylan Cease? And then those people will be having the battle for Dylan Cease's services. And Chris Getz could say, no, your deals look good. I'll talk to you guys at a a different time. And then they're in the driver's seat until Dylan Cease is no longer a White Sox. Well, and the
0: thing, too, is he's going to likely, after arbitration, make – 8 million next year will probably go to 11, 12, maybe push 13. Uh so what 8 plus 13 is? 21. 21. Another guy on the market, Tyler now, who's making 25 million for one year. So again, I think he is the most attractive pitching asset available. Sure. Whether it be free agent or trade because of the cheapness and because of the the talent. And I understand, you know, 97 ERA plus. Oh yeah, whatever. Then... I mean,
3: and and I I he's, don't he's dis- I don't disagree with that Sean and if that's the case pony up you know if that's if, if you're if you, if it's this winter and you want to add the best available starting pitching talent out there then you got to make a trade that where the White sox can't say no well,
0: I would kind of make an argument too that this is the kind of only time to trade him because mm-hmm. he is the most attractive asset right now and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he couldn't be at the trade deadline but I think that two full years of control has to be. So valuable the teams. Like, I just, I think that's just going to kick the value up. Or, you know, you're trying to trade him in July. And, yes, you might have more teams that are a little bit more fiendish uh, in trading for him. But, again, the two years of control, I think, gets you a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it's either you trade him now or you sign him to an extension. Mm. And I wouldn't hate either. I just know that it's not gonna
2: happen. Yeah, <laughs> um, that would be great if they signed an extension. Yeah, right.
0: I, I was I was putting together the numbers and I, I started getting way too ahead of myself. They're gonna pay a pitcher eight years? No way. Um, that's already the, the the X right there, and then it's gonna be around two hundred and fifty million. Eh.
2: Just um, can't wait until Vinny's covering uh Scott Boris' uh, presser that day.
0: No, well, a- again, at that point, he's gonna be traded, so he you know it won't be. It'll just be like you know you going to hear him talk about. Who was a Scott Boris client, Cody Bellinger? You know, just a waste of your time. He's not a White sock. He's got it. He's he's going to be traded, and it's going to break my heart. And he's going to win a Cy Young as a non-White sock. Wow. Worse
3: than pessimistic over worse there. Worse than, the than when I'm you a felt pessimistic. He's when, really good.
2: Worse than when you felt Carlos Rodon when when Carlos Rodon was doing it in the Giants. You were really oh, mad, absolutely. mad
3: about that. You're really mad about 100%. that. hundred percent. Okay,
2: so I I I can't. I can't see how you can well, be worse because, because, <laughs> because you were just, ooh. Right. This team is, I hate them. Carlos Grodon is this, that, and the other. Yeah, but uh, also, the Benetti thing hasn't happened. They didn't lose 101 games, right? Like,
0: there's a lot that has okay, led so to this. So, all this stuff is building so, up? Like, yeah, okay. I mean, there's there's so much apathy at this point where if they get rid of Cease, it's just like, whatever, hello, darkness, my old friend. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is a worse and dumber move because I understand that, you know, he had a down season, Um, You look last year in 2023, there was only one pitcher who threw the ball out of the zone more than Dylan Cease. It was Cy Young winner Blake Snell. Um, Blake Snell was the only pitcher, at least starting pitcher who threw a certain amount of pitches, under 40%. And two of the top four were the two White Sox starting pitchers that are still on the team, Dylan Cease and Michael Kopech. And what is Chris Getz saying? We want pitchers to attack the zone. So I'm just saying, if Dylan Cease starts throwing the ball in the zone a little bit more... His stuff is unhittable. He has shown a amazing propensity to swing and miss. And if you actually have a defense behind him, I don't know. I mean, the guy has a 3.7 f- uh, fielding independent pitching, yeah. uh, a FIP in 2023. You give him a better defense, and with the amount of guys that he strikes out, and if he's attacking the zone more, hopefully that means less walks. I don't know. Sounds like he's a pretty good pitcher.
2: I mean, before we go to break, I was thinking last night when I was talking to uh, Connor, that was what Chris Getz pretty much said, that – We need our pitchers to be feeling confident they can throw the ball over the plate so when they hit the ball, the people behind them can pick a ball up. And I think he was in a roundabout way saying, these guys are wild or not pitching balls over the plate because our defense sucks. And if we get our defense good, our pitchers could just throw the balls over the plate and let the plays be made behind them. I mean, he didn't say that, but that's what I was getting from what uh, Chris Getz was saying.
0: Absolutely. I mean, again, you look at the two guys – that are on the team, and I don't think the past two years there's two pitchers that have had more walks in season and Kopec, Just if you combine, I mean, maybe like Snell alone in 2023 had more walks than both of them. But hey, you want to sign Young. On the Cy Young, um, all right. Which um, you hate? <laughs> he hates the Cy
2: Young and All Star games. Yeah. Uh, are
3: there don't... any individual uh, you know accomplishments for players that you think are are worthwhile?
0: No, uh, I do want to let you know something that's worthwhile. That's Empire today five eight eight. 2-300-EMPIRE-TODAY. With Empire Today, you get shop-at-home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low-price guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring, so of course they have copycats. What jerks. Uh, but those copycats can't beat Empire on quality, service, speed, so they advertise low-quality products that Empire simply won't carry because their philosophy is defined find what you need and not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes and they want to give you high quality flooring something that you'll want to put in your home unlike the other copycats that are just putting junk junk in your home those copycats jerks Uh, (laughs) (laughs) nice sound effect kevin uh oh wait that was uh our virtual (laughs) my own soundboard over here (laughs) (laughs) do you have like a, a a dentist drill Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Our virtual floor designer is a great way to see new floors. uh, And our virtual floor designer is a great way to see how new floors will look in any space. It's easy. Just snap a picture and instantly see how new floors will look in your room. And shopping at floors at a big box store can be frustrating. You might want to talk to someone today who was working in plumbing yesterday. Flooring is all Empire Today does. So they live and breathe flooring. You can be confident you're getting an honest and upfront advice so schedule free in-home estimate today all listeners can receive a 350 dollars off discount when they use promo code chgo restrictions apply see empiretoday.com slash chgo for details again you can receive a 350 dollars off discount when you use promo code chgo restrictions apply see Empiretoday.com for details also want to let you know about our friends over at circus sportsbook there is a game tonight you got thursday night football uh the actual R- good one too Yeah, the Ravens are taking on the Bengals. I think the Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. The under is set at 47, Uh, so check out the Circa Sportsbook app. They have a low-hold model where games will strive to be a minus-110 split. On their menu, unlike other sportsbooks, which may use a minus-115 or minus-120 split, Circa keeps as little money as possible on large market bets for... Futures, golf tournaments, especially compared to other books, which allows them to have this low hold model, which means when you are placing a bet with something that is minus 110 compared to a different book at minus 115, if it is the same prop, let's say Ravens minus three and a half, you are just going to be losing money or giving more money to that other sports book when you could be uh, giving more money to your pocket if you are hitting your bet with Circa. Circa does not limit their players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits unlike other books who do limit winning players. Circa is the best place for true sports bettors to be gambling. Uh, There are real people behind Circa Sports Brand who resolve issues in timely fashions as well unlike other books who use chatbots so download the Circus Sports Illinois app at circusports.com/illinois-app, circusports.com/illinois-app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for circa events, watch parties and tailgates coming up. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 100 Gambler 1-800-426-2537, text GMB 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Let's get into our Choose Your Own Adventure thing. Cool. Uh we got about a half hour here or so. Uh so let's do this. Uh there's a pool of 15 players. Kevin, feel free to flash the pool here. Um, pool of 15 players. Mm-hmm. We are going to make 12 picks. Herb has the first pick. I have the second pick. Vinny has the third pick. Then Herb will have the fourth pick. I'll have the fifth pick. Vinny will have the sixth pick. This is a non-snake draft. I don't get a pick? No, all Kevin. Right. I didn't even know you were producing us today. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. I Damn. made this idea before I even knew you were a producer. I thought Sarah was yeah, that's producing. That's okay. That's
1: all right. Hey, speak up earlier. I'll, get, I'll rank the best here. team. Okay. okay. That's, um, for Agent That's fair. Just That's right here in
3: the middle. Uh, <laughs> we've got new, we've got numerous. We could have a mailbag show today of just people going after Sean in the comments. Yeah. Right. Well, who else is going after me? Well, I mean, Con- Connor had a nice uh, nice uh, shot at you too.
0: Oh, you should turn into stone on the spot for saying I'm not pessimistic, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'm more better than pessimistic. I, what, what was the? You, what did you call me pessimistic for?
3: Uh, something. I
0: feel like <laughs> I, uh, whatever point I was trying to make wasn't being pessimistic. Uh, and then you know, Cy names, Young,
2: you're like, "Oh, Cy Young, that's garbage." No, it was Sox related. Uh, <laughs> and then blank
0: name
3: saying, uh, well, "Well, it was I, him saying that Cease would win a Cy Young for not the Sox." He was he was adamant that he yeah, won't be on I the would, Sox. I'm not being pessimistic. He's a really great pitcher. Well, maybe they'll hold on to him the next. For the next two years. Maybe one of these two
2: years he'll like, win the Cy Young. That would be stupid. Maybe he'll win the Cy
0: a... Young for the White Sox in the next two well, years. What are you going to do in the next two years? You're not going to accomplish Yeah, I'm going to have a hell of a here. time. You're going to accomplish <laughs> <Yeah. them. laughs> You're, you're you, have a, you have a bright future ahead of you, not you. What, what are the White Sox going to accomplish in the next two years that Dylan Cease is going to change, right? Dylan Cease is not going to change the fortunes of the Chicago White Sox. They're going to suck picture? in 2024. They have the most value right now to trade him. So if you're not going to extend him,
3: trade him now. I don't disagree with you. Know I would also say, though, that if they don't get the deal they want, I just said this, but if they don't get the deal they want and he's their ace going into 2025, he would be helpful to them if they are positioned to win the division. If they are not, then your point stands. But if they are, they'd be better off with him than without him. But they might not get to that position without trading him.
1: That's fair. Victor uh-huh. Von Doom wants Jackson holiday in that package. Uh-huh. Well, that's, so, so do we yeah. And the Baltimore was like, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Dream a little bit more. Yeah. That's their starting
0: shortstop next year. So I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. And uh, then
3: you'd need to address blank names. Uh, Calling you out for Michael yes. Conforto. Uh,
0: well, uh, Sean admit, Michael Conforto would have been a bad signing last year. Well, guess what, buddy? He would have been a better signing than uh, Andrew Benatendi. So that's not
3: go. the question, though. I actually <laughs> I, don't, I think don't, I don't think it would have been a bad signing. I don't think it
0: would have been a bad signing. I thought that that he should have played. He, didn't had 15 he have, like, home runs. Didn't he have, he like, hot,
3: 10 he, homers by the end of, like, by, like, mid-May, and then yeah. he didn't hit any more the rest I mean of the got, year? And
0: then he got yeah. hurt. He ran into yeah. a couple, you know, yeah. d- uh, got dinged up a little bit. But he was fine when he was, like, consistent. Um Let's see. no, I got to look up Michael Conforos. So like, when he, he came back in September and kind of stunk. His OPS in the last, I don't know, about what 125 to 112. So about last 12 games or so, uh, went down from 744 to 718. Um, but when he was good and healthy, I think what he had, yeah, I mean, he had an OPS around 748. Wouldn't that have been second on the White Sox? It playing right field would have had the highest op- on he base yikes. percentage? Had a higher WAR in OPS plus than Michael Con- sure. or than Andrew Benintendi, and they still
3: would have lost 100 it, games. Yeah. Ten
0: more <laughs> home runs. <laughs> yeah, right. Michael Conforto <laughs> wouldn't have changed the 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 future of the White Sox. I mean, there's some things that are a little concerning with him. Uh, his walk rate uh, was one of the lowest in his career at 11.3. Natural uh, White Sox. His max EV went down by about two percent, but his average exit velocity stayed the same from uh, 2021 and 2020. Um, I don't know. I mean, he seems fine. It seems like he ran into some. Uh, issues. I'd rather have him than Andrew Benatendi. Uh Would have hit 17 homers with the White Sox in their park. Uh, so hey, uh, I will not admit still it. Still not
3: that. It's still not that many. I won't admit it because <laughs> no. I, I definitely
0: wouldn't be bashing Michael Conforto like I bash Andrew Benatendi. So
3: well, sh- sure, because you would have gotten what you wanted.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I, I, but also what I would would have wanted was a better baseball player. Sure, I yeah. mean I, I think also that there's yes. more. Excuses for he Michael had he, he didn't have
3: that great of a year last year. No, he was,
0: yeah. but he was again, yeah, he was he was fine again. The white, yeah, he was he's fine. I don't know. <laughs> he's no longer a free agent. He took this break. Free agent pool. Yeah, he picked up his option, so he's not even Ugh, a free agent. Yeah. So he's going to make eighteen million. And, and well, you get know free. who is a free agent? Hey. All of these okay. guys. Uh. So let me explain this. uh It's basically a draft, but instead of having a team picking a player, because obviously Shohei Ohtani would be the first pick. You are picking the first player, Herb. Mm-hmm. So you are saying, I am Tim Anderson, yep. and I am choosing to go to this team because of this reason. Yes. So we are trying to assume the position of these players. Um, I don't know why Yamamoto's name is on two lines. My bad on that. It's long. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. Whatever. Um, but we'll have 12 picks, so not all of these players will be used. Um, but yeah, we're basically making the case... And kind of setting up the free agent uh, route. So the example I used, if I was the first pick, I'd pick Otani. I think that he's going to go to the Dodgers. They've been the betting favorites. It seems like they've been strategically lining up their money to set up a big move like this. I would have Otani. But then if the Dodgers sign Otani, it's likely that they won't be spending a lot more money because it'll probably take $500 million to sign him. Sure. Uh, so. Or maybe they'll be a little bit more aggressive, at least on the pitching front, because he won't be a pitcher in twenty twenty four. Whatever, Herb, take us through. You have the first pick. You could pick any of these players on this pool. We start now.
2: And I'm not just taking Otani because he's the best player. I'm taking him because he has multiple options. But if I were him, I would be going to San Francisco. Multiple reasons. They have a lot of money. They tried to get two superstars last year. They failed on both of them. Carlos Correa failed his physical. Aaron Judge decided, or Arson Judge decided to go back to New York. So they have no, no uh, both the willingness and the money to go and sign a big-time player for a big-time contract. Then they just brought Bob Melvin over from the Padres. You don't get a big-time manager like that and just don't do anything inside of that. Like Your big-time manager has to match up with a big-time manager free agent acquisition. And and if we don't know this, I think Honolulu has the most Japanese players or Japanese people in America. Um, Japanese yes, Americans. Japanese sure. Americans. And I think number two or number three is San Francisco, the Bay Area. And so, you know, you have a built-in audience right there of people who review you as a superstar for them and also the market. And I think San Francisco is smart enough to know that getting – a player, no matter if it's Shohei Itani or a different Japanese star, would be good for their brand and uh, expand their monies. You know, so you spend money and you get a lot but more because you get the best player in baseball and you get a country all to yourself with all the advertisements you could put in the back behind uh, Shohei after he bats, and everybody's going to love it. So I think that would be the team I would want to go to. And you wouldn't be like in a superstar thing, like where if you go to L.A., you're with Mookie Betts, you're with Freddie Freeman and all other players. San Francisco, you're the star. You're the star. You're the number one. And I know if L.A., he is the star, but also you can get lost behind Mookie and you get lost behind Freddie Freeman too. So that would be the place I would go if I was Shohei Itani because they can offer you just as much money as the L.A. Dodgers, if not more.
3: It's a lot of sense to me there, Herb. Mm-hmm. I,
2: I think everybody's expecting the Dodgers.
3: I would probably throw the Yankees out there just because, I don't know, I feel like the Yankees missed the playoffs. They're going to want to go be Yankee-like and <laughs> try to uh, get themselves right back there. Uh, with a big splash like that, though, we were talking before the show, do does them having Stanton preclude them from signing a DH, a guy who's going to be a DH in Otani? Who knows? But uh, I think if, you have, if you're the Yankees, you have the ability to sign the guy that's going to be – the guy
0: that would make a lot of sense, honestly. I forgot that I had the next pick, so I was waiting for you to st- start talking and give your second pick. So, I was no. like, Why isn't Vinny starting oh, to talk? Yeah. So, thanks Go for, for stepping job. up. Um, <laughs> no, uh, and and two, I mean, the Giants have a star in right field already in Michael Conforto, so just <laughs> as, we, to, as we know, yes, it. they should have signed Cody Bellinger over Michael Conforto. I was wrong about that, my bad, oops. Uh, anyways, uh, I'm up next. Otani's off the board, he's in San Francisco, I think. The next one that would fall would be Bellinger. If the Cubs don't get him, I don't see how they would have to could let Bellinger get away. It seems if like the Cubs don't
3: get Otani. Yeah, if the Cubs yeah. don't
0: get Otani, I don't see how they let Bellinger walk. Um, and it does seem like, obviously, Otani is the first nomino to fall. It does seem like the Cubs are interested in spending money. So I'll say Cody Bellinger becomes a Cub. So uh, Cody Bellinger to so the Cubs. So you,
3: Cody Bellinger, yes, are me. choosing the Cubs.
0: Yes, because I think they will give me money. Right.
2: And, and I just Money played there. Yes, please. Yes, yes <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I just
3: played there, and it was a
0: good vibe.
2: <laughs> and to your point, like, they signed a big-time manager. You can't come away from this free agency without either Otani or Bellinger. I think that's a loss in the free agent if you don't get either one of those people.
3: Wow. High stakes for the Cubs, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. I have picked number three. I am going to go and assume the guys of the reigning National League Cy Young award winner, as much as Sean might poo-poo such a title, uh, I will be Blake Snell, and I will go ahead and decide to sign with the Philadelphia Phillies, who are never shy about giving people a gajillion dollars and big, big contracts. Not only that, they, I believe, like I was just talking about the Yankees and Otani, are in the position where they they, they, they just missed it. They were defeated. They, they almost got back to the World Series they didn't win the World Series two years ago, so they're they're right on the cusp, and I think they want to push themselves over the edge. They're losing Aaron Nola. Why not replace him with another ace-caliber pitcher? Uh, do it with Blake Snell. Blake Snell to the Phillies.
0: Okay. Um, well, I mean, why spend the money on Snell and not Nola?
3: Well, I mean sn- – I mean, now we're talking about the Phillies' mindset. I, as Blake oh, Snell, am just accepting the big contract that yes. they're offering me. But they, I, I yeah. came up
0: with the idea, and I'm, I'm confusing myself.
3: <laughs> but no, certainly the Phillies could just go get Aaron Nola back, but why not Why not jump at the big, big upgrade, or not an upgrade over Nola necessarily, but just a big boost to your team and your rotation go get the, the reigning Cy Young winner? How many Cy Youngs do you have, Aaron Nola? None. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, Herb, you're up next. So, right, off the
0: board real quick, sorry. Otani, Bellinger, Snell. Otani going to the Giants. Bellinger going to the Cubs. This, uh, And then Blake Snell
2: going to the Phillies. Uh, a lot of NL guys. All right. Uh, let me see the list again, Kevin, please. And I'm going to go with um, Jordan Montgomery. I mean, if I'm Jordan Montgomery, I've been in New York. I've been in St. Louis. Now I'm Texas. Texas is a team that has spent a bunch of money in the uh, recent years. And that owner seems like he's interested in winning another one. So I'm going back to Texas. I had a good two months out there. I proved my wares and I think I can get the most money out of them because I pitched so well for them. Um, Other than, you know, the Yankees and the Cardinals, I pitched all right, but I pitched like a champion, like a top of the rotation guy. So I'm staying right there as a Texas Ranger. If I'm Jordan Montgomery signing a six, seven year deal for myself and getting paid. Like John Gray, even a little bit more than that. Hell yeah! Um,
0: no, I, I think that's a good. Uh, I mean, this team obviously isn't afraid to spend, and uh, it does seem like, you know, he f- he finally found a spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, but it's it's and weird he can too. Keep his beard too. You you think that? Uh, yeah, right. guys doesn't go back to uh, <laughs> New York. Uh, New York. Um, do you think that uh, they would have signed him already though? Like I mean, like this is. I mean, they already have the relationship. They just won a World Series. Are they still just
2: too hungover to meet? I mean, he wants to have all 30 teams compete for him. So there's no reason to talk to the Rangers until it's time for a real deal. And he's probably going to have to wait for some of the top pitchers to get off the board like Snell. I think probably Snell is the number one pitcher that people are looking for. And then Jordan Montgomery, if we're looking at lefties, even probably Aaron Nola before Jordan Montgomery. So... He's got to wait for their markets to be set, and then he'll be talking to all the rest of the teams and see where he goes.
0: You bring up pitching, maybe Aaron is next, but I think uh, Yoshin- Yoshinobu Yamamoto has already heard enough. He's already heard enough from Kodai Senga, who really enjoyed his time in New York, just had a great year. Both guys from uh, the Japanese League, uh, Yamamoto... They, they're Cy Young, I think, three straight years. Um, he has been
3: phenomenal. So he's, he's fine with the Japanese Cy Young, but not the American one. 25 years. Unbelievable. Uh, and and, uh, <laughs> and he's thrown
0: over 170 innings in the past three years: uh, 193, 193, and 171, with an ERA in all of those seasons under uh, 170, 139, that 168, that was and good. 116. He is very good, um, and we know the Mets aren't afraid to send spend money. They just obviously saw it pay off with Senga. Uh, I think that they are going to continue to add to their rotation, and I think they're probably going to make the nicest offer to Yamamoto, uh, and that's going to be why he signs with them in Flushing.
3: Remember when – so we we're we five we're five guys deep here now. Uh, uh, yes, we are. And we uh, have yet to assign anybody to the New York Yankees. Remember when Josh Donaldson was on the Yankees at third base? And that, 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 that didn't work. They just had to cut him. They gonna need a third baseman. Mm-hmm. Matt Chapman is who I will uh, assume the uh, guys of at the moment. And I'm going to go play my ball in the Bronx for the New York Yankees. Guy has shown that he can hit a lot of home runs. They sure like that there in that ballpark where everybody hits a lot of home runs. Uh, if they're not going to grab... Shohei Otani then why not go ahead and get another guy who's proven that he can play great defense proven that he can hit home runs uh, and add him to an already powerful lineup Matt Chapman to the Yanks
2: and as I said before you already put Cody Bellinger back at the Cubs they need to get one of those guys and so since they struck out with Shohei Otani Aaron Nola would be their next target and if I'm Aaron Nola I could be at the top of the rotation of a team that's trying to compete for the, not only NL Central, but for the NL next year because they're going to be throwing a lot of money at a lot of people. So, yes, I'll be Aaron Nola, and I'm going to the Chicago Cubs in the middle of middle of America, one of the most fran- uh, storied franchises. And now uh, with Craig Council, I think uh, the spotlight is on the Cubs to do some damage this year. And so you already got Bellinger back, get a top of the rotation arm, because you just saved twenty one million from not uh, for Marcus um, uh, Marcus Simeon. Um, gosh, I Marcus Stroman. Man, Marcus Stroman. Marcus uh, opting out, and so you're like, baby, let me just give that money and more to Aaron Nola, who's a better pitcher. Yeah, and if Stroman was on this list, honestly, I'd have him going to Detroit.
0: Uh, there's already been the the pre uh, I think relationship with Scott Harris, their GM, uh, and coming Cubs. I think I think there's been a crossover. Um, it, it does seem like too. This is a, a defensive minded team. In Detroit, so the ground ball would obviously, uh, the ground ball rate of Simeon uh, would play well with that team. But he's Stroman. not on the list. Showman, I said it Stroman. too. I said I messed up. Uh, <laughs> There's only room for one Marcus in Major League Baseball, apparently. <laughs> yeah, Marcus S. is confused. Uh, let's go next, though, to old friend Tim Anderson. I think, and to be fair, Russ Dorsey had that report about Tim wanting to play either shortstop or second base. And I said...
3: Being willing th- to play willing second to base play. in addition to shortstop, yeah.
0: And I asked if that was desperate, but then... Uh, I'm assuming he brought this up to you, and I I just saw this because Jim Margulish reshared it, but he basically said that in September, too. He basically said the same exact thing, but to you guys, like, in September. So, I don't know if it's, like, new information. Yeah, I
3: I believe he was asked, and this was about, this was obviously before the the decision was made on the option. Yes. And the idea being, hey, would you be a second baseman if... The White Sox said we'll keep you, but as a second baseman. And he said anything they want. I mean, he said the he said the line that everybody wants to hear, the team player line. And I don't, I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect a player to say anything else. Um, you know, we've talked about the money difference sometimes between shortstop and second base, but.
0: Yeah, this was uh, really at this point. It doesn't matter. Tim said I'm really a shortstop slash second baseman. It's whatever to allow my career to keep going. I'm not going to wrestle with the team that I'm this or that. I'm just it's just an honor and a blessing to fit in any lineup as a starter considering how hard this game is short would be my first choice. But I also understand how guys older guys are viewed now that I'm stepping into that phase, which sucks and is different. I just want to continue to keep building on what I started and get back to what I used to be. Um, You brought up the Ron Washington signing for the Angels as their manager. We heard the report that the Angels are interested, in Tim Anderson at second base. I think that that's going to be uh, just a good link up there, right? Mm -hmm. Tim Anderson needs to improve his defense. We've heard so much about Ron Washington's ability to help defenders improve. Uh, I think that – He goes to the other side of the country, too. Maybe it's just a completely fresh start. Not a lot of eyes on the Angels because the Dodgers are the team. Trout's the star there. Otani's gone, so you might see some fan pullback. Maybe Tim can just go clear his mind in L.A. Doesn't have to be the guy. There's no pressure for that team to be a playoff team because Otani's gone. I think that, especially, too, that seven's kind of open. I think that he can give Joe Adele a nice Rolex. Your conspiracy theory. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think that Tim Anderson becomes an L.A. Angel. So, uh, there you go.
3: Well, so this is – I have the last pick of round three here. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: Otani's been a Giant, Bellinger's a Cub, Snell's a Philly, Montgomery's a Ranger, Yamamoto's a Met, Chapman's a Yankee, Nola's a Cub, Anderson's an Angel.
3: And you know who you didn't mention there? Mm. The Los Angeles Dodgers, mm. who are quite frequently among the top players when it comes to any free agent uh, in, in our little uh, uh, you know alternate universe here. They have missed out on Shohei Otani. Uh, not that what I'm about to say would make up for that, but – what did we see the Los Angeles Dodgers need last year more than absolutely anything? Starting pitching.
2: pitching.
3: Yeah. And here we go. We've knocked off Snell. We've knocked off Nola. Uh, we've knocked off Montgomery. They're all in different places. I'm Lucas Giolito, and my hometown Los Angeles Dodgers are offering me a contract to be in the middle of their rotation, go ahead and be a guy that can provide them innings, while all those uh, talented hitters they have drive in a whole mess of runs. I, Lucas Giolito, am going to play for my hometown team because, remember, Los Angeles County, Orange County, two different counties, the Los Angeles Dodgers.
0: All right, let's take a break uh, before we get into the final round here. I want to let you know about our friends over at Chevy. I like the uh, the, the reasoning there, Vin. Uh, Thank you. You know, go, why not go back home? Uh, and why not head out to our friends over at Ray Auto and check out Ray Chevy because everyone loves the word free, and that's why you'll get this month at Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake a free oil change. And all you need to do is mention us, CHGO, when scheduling your oil change. It's a Black Friday offer you don't want to miss, but you have to schedule it by November 30th. So whether you're doing it online or you're heading into the actual service center, Uh, mention CHGO at whatever point you can uh, tell it to not only your oil guy as well, your neighbors, maybe your neighbors will give you something free. Uh, I mean, maybe your grandma will give you something free. uh, If you mention CHGO, I don't know, try it out. Uh, It's a black Friday savings time at Ray Chevrolet and Fox Lake as one of the top selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest. You'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories and all month long, you could save big at Ray Chevy during their black Friday sales event where you can choose from over a hundred Silverados in stock, the perfect tailgating vehicle, But that's not all it gets zero percent financing with zero dollars down and zero payments until 2024. And again, there is the free oil change and we are going to be out there on Tuesday, right? I think I think Jake just brought that up. Uh, that we're going to be doing some live shows and the CHGO Bears and the CHGO Sports Podcast. we. Like, no, 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 no. I was Like we are out, there? out, out in <laughs> Fox Lake. Our so, family members. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so go check out that live show. That's awesome. Go watch CHGO Bears and the CHGO Sports. Podcast. Are they going to do
3: it from the bed of a truck? They might. Wow, that'd it'd, be fun. It'd be a good bit. A
0: uh, bunch of
2: Silverados out there. I've heard.
0: Right, but go get your oil change. That's a, that's the a perfect time. Yes. Go go <laughs> Go to the us. show and get your oil. You yeah, could probably free. watch the show while you wait for your oil change. That's the, That was the thought process, and hey, I think they'd probably understand, too. You know, they won't look at you sideways at all if you say, hey, you know, I'm, I, I watch CHGO if they're actually in the building. You know, I think they'll be easier for people to connect uh, if they don't know what CHGO is. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> visit Ray Chevrolet and Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com to get your Black Friday savings. They've been serving your community since 1963. Find... New roads. You know, Sean.
3: What, Vinny? I had to take the recycling out today. The, it, the, there were boxes, uh, like milk cartons, bottles of orange juice that had just piled up. And I looked down at one of the things that I needed to take out. And it was a flattened, of course, box of Goose Island 312. Oh, because that. I like to have a honkingly good time all the time and I did today when I was taking out the recycling because it I was reminded, thank you Kevin uh, of the great three one twos that I had drank previously uh, in the in the weeks prior uh you too should have three a honking one twos of your yeah three one twos of your you too should have a honkingly great time and go get yourself some goose island beer it's been Chicago's beer since 1988 you can do what I do and get yourself a nice uh, I believe it's a 15er right of, yep. of 312 or you can do what uh what herb does have some of the beer hugs there's like three or four different kinds uh you can have the Oktoberfest of course you can have the full pocket pills which is what the non-Milwaukee brewers are drinking uh over at goose island what you should do is you should go grab an ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beer at Goose Island's Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue. That's up in Lincoln Park. Uh, Clybourne and, I believe, Sheffield uh, over up there. And then you should also, once you're done there, get an Uber, of course responsible and head down to West town Fulton street. That's where the tap room is. They got all sorts of fun stuff over there that you can try varieties that you might not find at your local jewels. So you should go ahead and have yourself a honkingly good time. The Chicago's beer goose Island. uh, One of our favorites here at CHGO.
2: Herb, do you want to take over? Let's uh, let's do round four. You got the first pick. I'm going to go. And I heard Vinny say that Lucas Gilito was going to the Dodgers or he would be thinking about going to the Dodgers. I'm also, if I'm Sonny Gray, I'm thinking about going to the Dodgers. That's great,
3: but Sonny Gray's not on this list.
2: I thought he was. Oh, He's I not. <laughs> I missed him. So well, I'll, I'll. Herb's going it. off the board. Well,
3: hey, no, we can we can we can get rid of Jorge
2: I'll, Soler. No, get no. rid of
0: no, get rid of Jorge <laughs> Soler. <laughs> I, talk, I talk, please talk about Sonny Gray. That's fine. Because especially you've been slandering Sonny Gray for the entire season. So please, him. Pl- uh, please go put the uh, the the go give him his praises. What's the thing? Uh, I don't
2: know. Whatever. Give him his crown, but I won't. Yeah. So I'll just go off the board. No, so, no, no, I'll no go no. it uh, no. uh, Let's go with a person Ooh. that was in. San Diego last year, and Josh Hader, what would be the best thing for him to do in a team that needs a closer? Come on back to the manager that you're used to, you're comfortable with. Jesus, Herb is loading up the Cubs here. The Cubs have to – I'm telling you the Cubs are going to spend a bunch of money this year, and Josh Hader is going to be a Cub after being a hated Brewer and a hated Padre. So he's going to come back and solidify that closer role for the Cubs and I would, be, I would be surprised if he doesn't break the bank with the Cubs because he is a, a highly touted uh, closer, and he's done well for himself in the last couple of years after struggling in his late Brewer career and early Padre career. Um, I, I don't hate that. I mean,
0: I know Alzelay was good for you guys last year, but he was hurt, right? Alzelay got hurt. He
1: clo- I think he had about 20, 21 saves. He had a good year. Yeah. Um, I just don't see Jed spending a bunch of money on the bullpen. He, you know, he prioritizes money elsewhere. But hey, Josh Hader is on the Hall of Fame track, so um, you are, know. Are you okay if the Cubs offseason includes
0: Cody Bellinger, Aaron Nola, and Josh Hader? That's ah, all right. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. So Kevin, I'll, the I'll, Cubs I'll Cubs
1: be okay. I think I'll sit comfortably at night and approves. be okay with that. I, I, th- is that
0: under what Otani will sign for if they sign Bellinger, Nola, 25, and Hader
1: all all, all combined? Twenty
0: five. Is that is that more than five fifty? Because that's wh- where like, I would assume it's
2: like sixty five. Probably six, no, probably seventy million per year for for that for that of those three together. Yeah, but no, no, like per total, year. like he means total, I'm total. Oh, like oh. total, like would it cost
3: him as much price, as Otani? That's yeah. what you're getting. At? Does
0: does uh, Cody
2: Bellinger, Aaron Nola, and uh, Josh Hader cost less? Bellinger's than a show, probably hey, like two fifty for his total deal. Um, Hader's probably not that much. Probably only like a three four year deal, so like a hundred million. What oh, I enough. will
3: what I would say though is that as good as those three guys are. There are three fantastic players. You're not getting anywhere near the value you'd get for Shohei Ohtani from, not only a baseball perspective. He's two, two things at once. But from a business perspective, I mean, my goodness, you have you have the guy. Remember how long baseball fans sat around and said, "Why can't nobody markets Mike Trout? They don't know how to market, market Mike Trout. He's the best player in baseball, and you could walk down the street, and nobody would know who you are." Ba ba ba. Guess what? Baseball finally has that guy in Shohei Otani because he's doing something absolutely insane that nobody's ever done before. But they have that. I mean, I don't know if he's the quote-unquote celebrity that LeBron James or Tom Brady, Tom Brady doesn't play anymore. Who's the? I guess the guy who's dating Taylor Swift is, but uh, Travis know, right. It, it, maybe, but maybe Taylor Swift will eventually date Shohei Ohtani. But the point being <laughs> that you have given every single baseball fan a reason to tune into every single game you play, yep. and mm-hmm. that and yep. the Angels didn't even have that with Mike Trout. They whatever team gets Shohei Ohtani. I'm not saying that a half of a billion dollars is a bargain for anything, but you are paying for something far more than just the wins oh and
2: losses. God. And that's the floor, right? We're thinking five hundred million is the floor. I don't, I don't know. That's insane. It is sure, but like, and <laughs> if we're talking about those three deals, I think those three deals don't add up to one Choi tiny deal. I would agree. I don't think so. Either. I think yeah. I think
1: Bellinger's probably what around the twenty-five AAV, and Nola's probably. Oh, about you the mean same. you're
3: talking actual math now? Yeah, like all um, yeah. total, you're like, total like, contract. Sign though, like a how many
2: years for Bellinger? Probably like six to seven, eight. eight. He's not that old, right? Yeah, he's only 28 years old. He's only
3: getting 150? No, he's getting get like
2: 250. I think he'll get 200. I don't I think, think, think he'll get like
1: 250. 250. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 200. I don't know. MLB, I mean, Chris so, so, so seven and MLB,
3: MLB Trade Rumor's project, projection for Cody Bellinger is 12 years, 264. What?
1: Ooh, it's giving him I that. mean, he's young, but After, that's like when he's 40. The Yankees so might give him that, I you, yeah.
3: You and
0: said their projection? 20, you said 25 years, uh, 25 million AAV. If you times that by six, that's 150. Herb also said 250. So we have, this is why baseball is stupid, because <laughs> there's no salary cap. There's no ability to actually make fake proposals for contracts, because you're either doing six years for 150 or 12 for 264, because there's no salary cap. Here's it's
3: the great, uh, here's their Otani. Stupid. Their Otani projection is tw- also 12 years, but Five twenty
2: eight, discount. That's that a is discount. Such a discount. I'd sign that in a second. I, any team should <laughs> sign that. Not your money. Wow. Yes. Right. <laughs> if I had that money though. I'd be signing.
0: I'd be buying a baseball team and signing Shohei Ohtani.
2: Because <laughs> I know it's a different sport. But look what Colorado, the Buffaloes, have done since Dion's there, and they're just mediocre now, on average. Guaranteed the admissions, the attendance, all the money they're making from Deion Sanders and that sand and that team has paid his contract off tenfold. Yep. Yep. And that's the same thing that's gonna happen to Joey Itani, yep. Who gets signed to that team? And then everybody's like, Yes. I'm going to whatever team he's going to be signing to, whatever game that is in Chicago, if it's in the north side or the south side, I'm going. I gotta mm-hmm. see greatness. So yeah. I can tell my grandkids, hey man, I was there. Yeah, even absolutely. though I saw him last year, I gotta see him again. And and and
3: that's not, we're not even talking about twenty-four when he's not gonna pitch. Yes. Think about twenty-five when he's He's taking the mound and he's doing the hitting all in the same day. That's it's must see TV and it's and like you said it's must see attend. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I know Jerry Reinsdorf scoffed at the idea of signing him, but uh, when you're seeing a thirty uh, percent attendance decrease uh, from one season to the next, there's a real easy way to see a thirty oh. percent increase in attendance by just signing Shohei Otani. And I, don't I mean, it yeah. would
2: sell out, but they would they would get close.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely. In a time
3: like this, yeah, they would. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's he's insane. I don't think people understand what he might do for baseball. Um, all right, I'm up next, and this is a White Sox podcast. We haven't mentioned the White Sox yet. Um, feel free to flash the screen, you Kevin. Anderson.
2: Huh? You said Tim Anderson. <laughs> he means – Oh, White Yeah, coming to the Sox? yeah oh, okay. so um,
0: I'm going to go uh, oh, okay. on Here this He's taking a low-hanging fruit. Here we go. Who's, what's the low-hanging fruit? Go ahead. Say it. What? what? <laughs> Who are you doing? What Who are you, doing? Who are you giving to the what, White Sox? What am I missing? Am I missing something that... No, you're not missing.
2: You're going to say I, I think that, safe, you know, right? based
0: it. off past connections, okay. you're, based on the caliber of play this yep. player is, a former All-Star, mm-hmm. the ability for him to be at second or right field, right. Whit Merrifield just makes too much sense for this team. What? Is this low-hanging fruit? I think this yes, is just Yes, you're a, playing into a, the narrative. A, yes. a reasonable, <laughs> sensible <laughs> signing. Yeah. I mean, he's he's young, right? He's...
2: 34. I as you feel about Andrew Benintendi, <laughs> I probably feel about Whit Merrifield. Okay. I mean But he's much older than Andrew Benintendi.
0: Yes, he is he is going to be oh uh, thirty-five in yes. just uh in January twenty Um usually I hear that guys get faster as they
2: age. Oh, so that's this, this is this exactly what happens. This is yeah. gonna be fine. He actually can steal some bases still. Hey, again,
0: he was an all-star last year. I don't understand what we're complaining. Um, He's not
2: good at baseball anymore. I He's think. not the guy that we're we're picking up the Whit Merrifield we remember from the Orioles, not the Whit Merrifield that's currently here.
0: No, they're picking up their buddy, Whit Merrifield. They're picking up their best friend, Whit Merrifield. Pedro Grafalo has won a, a championship or something. Maybe not. I mean, Whit Merrifield at least was in the organization. Um, I mean, this is this is his precious. This is He is Frodo with the ring or whoever the hell that was. Like, I mean, this is... Gollum. Gollum. He's The he, evil one.
3: Let's Led Zeppelin? one Zeppelin's coming Frodo? They have a song Frodo's about Frodo. Frodo's the main character. Of, yeah, but, yeah, but doesn't Frodo get the ring? Well, yeah, but you were quoting Gollum. I haven't even My seen crashes. these movies. No, right. I just know everything I know about this is from Led Zeppelin songs. Okay, cool. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, you want to uh, since I took the low hanging fruit, well, yeah. I don't, I don't make I don't you. You uh, haven't left
3: me left me with much here. Yeah, if you if want to we'll throw that list, uh, uh, remaining, back up, I think we got uh, I think I have to do Liam's out there. Liam's out
0: there. Uh, Lee Jung Hoo is out there. Mitch uh, Garver's out there, and then yeah, Jorge Soler. Man, I, do you see, want to do Sunny Gray? No, I, I no. try to give it to her. But I would. Li- I would like to. Home?
3: I would like to talk about Liam Hendricks because we've talked about it before, but I they, I think there's definitely a team out there interested in giving him one of them 2 year or 1 year plus with an option deals to spend 2023 rehabbing if you come back at the by the end of the season that's gravy fine whatever but the idea being to did I say 23 yeah, 24 to be the closer in 2025 to come return to your r- role as the best closer in baseball that guy plus you add a guy that's very valuable in the clubhouse i think every team would probably want to sign up for something like that I'm just going to pick one, a team with money that might not be competitive, uh, super competitive in 24, but would like to be super competitive by 25. Let's go with the Boston Red Sox. How about that? Okay. I mean, they do have Kenley. Sure. We're talking two years down the road, too. That's, that's you never true. know what happens.
0: I, I think that there was a, a Was two, there an easy one there that I missed? N- not not in a, in a bad way, but he talked about with Jerry wanting to stay in Arizona for spring training. Oh, the DeBacks. Who oh. share Camelback Ranch? Oh, the
3: Dodgers. The, Dodgers,
0: just the Dodgers, Dodgers
3: get everybody. But that's Dodgers a Dodgers, Dodgers have move?
0: A, yeah, the Dodgers don't have a closer. The Dodgers sign somebody with... All star potential on probably a cheaper deal than what you get because he just got the fifteen million dollar buyout. Mm-hmm. So it's probably not about money, and it's more about the situation. Liam wants to compete. He possibly could come back in twenty twenty four. You get him at the back end of twenty twenty four. So if his rehab goes correctly, you might be getting a fresh Liam. You injured. have a
3: quote trade deadline acquisition, right? right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, thank you, Rickon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just—it's real. Oh, no, I know <laughs> that's just what he, that's what he used to say. That was his line. That you yeah. know, guys that were injured were correct. correct.
3: correct. I was low, trying yeah. to, and it you know, would have made sense had those guys then come back and played well. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Lloyd did in 22. Yeah, um, But only one team he's not going to go to, as we heard when he did sign, he was very adamant in teams having an LGBTQ plus night. That's true, yeah. And the only one in Major League Baseball that doesn't have one, I think, is the Texas Rangers still. So hmm. that's the only team he wouldn't go to. And I think the Dodgers just had some
0: run-in with an they, LGBT uh, organization. Yeah, they did. Oh, they were,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so I don't know I mean, that was yeah
0: yeah uh anyways uh, I don't know much uh, enough on that situation to talk yeah about. I don't really want to dive into it but yeah um, I
3: I've, yeah that w- the Dodgers would make that's a that's a type of move that the Dodgers make right yeah. that's the type of you know throw throw stuff at the wall and hope hope something works out
0: well and if they're missing out on Otani too you mentioned all the injuries pitching wise you think that they would want to get any pitching possible so especially if yeah. this is the way that it plays out where Otani goes to the Giants Bellinger goes to the Cub Lake Snell goes to the Phillies. Montgomery goes to, to, to the Rangers. Yamamoto signs with the Mets. Chapman inks with the Yankees. Nola signs with the Cubs. Tim Anderson goes to the Angels. Lucas Giolito goes to the Dodgers. Hader goes to the Cubs. Merrifield goes to the White Sox. They probably have to make some stamp or some mark on the pitching market. And maybe it's through Liam Hendricks. Uh, do you want to bring up Sonny Gray now that we've got through the twelve Bonus
3: Sonny Gray talk? I why think don't you do a diehard read too. first? Yes.
0: Why don't you do a diehard read and then we'll, we'll, we'll close on uh, Sonny Gray and we'll, we'll wrap up and... Send Vinny on his, uh, his his day
2: off tomorrow. As you're watching the show and or listening, you understand that CHGO White Sox, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, and Cubs have five shows a week. We have podcasts that are live like this, 3.30 every day for us. And we have premium written content for members from people like Vinny Duber. AllCHGO.com. You can go there right now. And if you become a CHGO diehard, you get member exclusive things like our discord where some people who are right now in the chat participate when we do our mailbag Monday, including if you guys are going to be, maybe going to be doing a mailbag himself on all So send your questions in to Vinny right now too, so we can answer those questions. It could be anything. Thank you, Herb. About music. It could be about the White Sox or anything you want to ask him.
3: Yeah, he- hit me hit me up in the discord if you're already a diehard. If you're still considering becoming a diehard, you can hit me up on Twitter with those questions.
2: And when you become a diehard, you get this oh, box. Well, here, Not sorry. this box specifically. will send you a like new it. box, yeah. Yeah, like it. You this get the... derp, dope merch, like this T-shirt in there with a Conor Bedard shirt. And you get a member well, card. You, you get to pick the shirt. You do? Yeah. I mean, this is this has the Bedard shirt. You can have a Bedard shirt. shirt. You can have this shirt I have on, the, the Skyline. You can get hats, too. For You can buy hats, 20% off of those. And our events, like we're having the takeover tomorrow for the Bulls game. You get to 20% off of those things. And tailgates, when we have them again, 20% off of that, 20% off of merch in the future, too. So, like I said, members-only Discord also access. It's a good time in there with each of the teams just talking about their uh, respective teams and how they're doing. So, become a CHCO diehard today. And also, this next week, we're having a Black Friday sale our shirts are going to be up to 90% off, team gear at least 20% off, CHGO gear 33% off, hats, hoodies $10 off, spend $75 or more and receive a $15 gift card and more. Some restrictions may apply, so make sure you're tuning in. Get to allchgo.com and CHGO Locker next week. We're having a Black Friday sale, so join us and become a Die member. Today.
0: And uh, you mentioned the hats. So you're wearing a hat. Uh, I usually am wearing my hat, but it wasn't blue, so it didn't fit with the outfit. Um, but
3: <laughs> The fashion conscious, Sean Anderson. The
0: hoodies and the hats are my two favorite things. The, those hats the, are awesome. Yes. I, I got to get
2: one of those. And underneath, they have the little CHGO like flag like under yeah. there, underneath. The, that is so like I hate a, like a gray underneath because I sweat a lot, and that shows up. That black right there, man, doesn't show up. The sweat just uh, gets absorbed. Remember
3: when we were younger, Herb, and every underside of a hat was bright green? Oh, God. (laughs) Kind of miss it. (laughs) Just trash. (laughs) It looked
2: like
0: Christmas felt. Um, Anyways, uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Uh, We're at Gordon Beckham Likes. Who's 16? Any 16s? Oh, Ted Lyons, right? That's a retired number. Mm. Um, So... Any final thoughts on Sonny Gray? Because we're,
2: we're done. So it'd be great if Sonny Gray decides to come to the White Sox so we can okay, have this it. argument. And I say, man, this Sonny Gray is average as fuck. You're like, you guys hate you hate Sonny Gray Herb. Average as fuck. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I'm fucking with the guy. I know he finished second like, mm, Cy Young. He's good. He's the
0: greatest pitcher ever. Tomorrow, Herb and I uh, for sixty
2: minutes we will talk about who's better Marcus Stroman
0: or uh, Sonny Gray. Which
2: one I would rather have. Yeah different subject subject well we're definitely having that conversation which one would you (laughs) rather have let's just let's tease them for tomorrow yeah, that just okay. sounds like you just planned the show. All right, there we <laughs> go. Uh, it's not White
0: Sox related, but uh, hey. Could uh, be. You are you kidding me? That's I guess. We I, need those people. I don't know if the White I don't think the White Sox are signing Marcus Stroman. I don't think they're signing anybody. Uh, anyways, we'll talk about it tomorrow. That's Vinny Duber. You can follow him at Vinnie Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. That's our Lawrence. You can follow him at EcknerWall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. And I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. And thank you very much to Kevin Wells for producing the show. Hit the thumbs up button and we will talk to you tomorrow
2: goodbye <laughs>